Welcome to the St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Week Faith Dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for the week of the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. Welcome, Your Excellency. Thank you. Good day. And I know that you're traveling right now. I am, you know, with the extra holiday, the extra day of the long weekend, um, some more things get squeezed into the Tuesday, so I'm on my way to a meeting with our Cloister Dominican sisters out in um, Heath in, in, uh, near Newark. And so, uh, so this is, uh, thank you for the chance to do this by way of telephone. And uh, speaking of Memorial Day, uh, it's a day that we remember those who've fallen and defended us and defended our country. Exactly. Um, so this was a great weekend to be able to reflect reflect with a sense of real gratitude um, for those who made the ultimate sacrifice of their lives for our freedom and for the cause of peace. And then we pray, too, for those who are serving currently and for their families. Um, May God grant them protection and safe and honorable home. And over this weekend, we also had the special ordination uh, of Father Stephen Andre and Father Jacob Stinnett. Doesn't that sound great? I love saying that, Father Jacob uh, Stinnett and Father Stephen Andre. Uh, now we call them Father. We're welcoming them into the Jesuit and what an honor it was for me to be able to ordain them on Saturday. Um, and um, they're going to make wonderful priests and, and, and uh, a real blessing for the whole Church, really. Do you remember anything from your ordination, and did you remember anything that uh, our listeners should hear about the ordination over the weekend? Well, from my own ordination, I I remember just being overwhelmed by it in a very happy way. Um, uh, And uh, that sense of newness and the awe that you're filled with when you first celebrate the Sacred Eucharist. this sense of awe that, that you're actually um, being able to pronounce those words and um, and bring the body and blood of Christ to people. So I remember that, and we all as priests try to um, continually rekindle that sense of awe every time we celebrate the Eucharist, but it, it is a great memory to go back to that day, and I know that that must have been the case for them as they were ordained, and uh, they celebrated their first Mass on Sunday. Um, and I, I, what do I remember from this Saturday? Uh, I could see the, the excitement and, uh, and the awe in their eyes. I could see that they, too, were struck with that sense of the newness to Christ and the uh, awesome gift and responsibility that was granted to them. And you've known uh, Father Stephen Andre and Father Jacob Stinnett uh, for a couple of years now. There must be a feeling of brotherhood as well as being a shepherd and a father. Exactly. Um, it, it's been wonderful. Father Stinnett, actually, he, he studied at the Josephina and he was one of the principal um, masters of ceremony. He coordinated the work of all the different um, seminarians who do the MC work, so I did get to know him fairly well. Um, Father Stephen Andre studied at St. John the 23rd in um, Boston, but I had several chances to meet up with him when he was home during the summer, to see him in action in the parish work, 
uh, to visit out at uh, St. John the 23rd. Um, and so uh, it was a great, great uh, moment to be able to ordain him. So uh, in case there's, there are three people maybe who don't know where they're going, <laughs> the word gets out pretty quickly. Uh, Father Zinette was assigned to the consortium in Chillicothe and Waverly. So he'll be working with Father Tim Hayes, who will be the pastor, and Father Milton. Father Stinnett had served one summer that way, and so is quite familiar with those parishes. And I know that he's already loved down there. And, uh, and Father Stephen Andre will be joining Father Leo Connolly, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Pickerington. Now, that's a new assignment because Father Connolly's going there as a new pastor, and it's a new thing for them to have an associate, a second priest there, so that uh, we see the growing needs of, of that community. That's kind of exciting to begin something new. Mm, it sure is. And I heard from a parishioner at uh, Holy Name that Father Stephen Andre's first Mass that he became quite emotional at the consecration of the host. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think that's a good sign uh, for, like you had said, the sense of awe that that uh, accompanies the ordination to the priesthood. Exactly, exactly. And so I thank everybody who's been praying for our vocations and for these two priests, uh, we continue to pray for Deacon Eugene Joseph, hoping that his ordination will be soon. Um, he went back to the United Kingdom for um, to Great Britain for immigration purposes to change his visa from a religious worker to I'm um, from a student visa to a religious worker, and uh, well, the realities of COVID hit, so it, this has really delayed him, and so we pray for his return soon and look forward to his being ordained and joining the ranks of the priest here in Columbus very, very soon. Well, we will be praying for that. And uh, speaking of um, uh, COVID, the dispensation for Mass is being removed for this weekend for the Ohio bishops. You're inviting everybody back to Mass starting this week if it's physically safe and uh, they can do that. Exactly, exactly. That dispensation had been granted because, well, first of all, it, in many cases, it wasn't possible. It wasn't possible, um, uh, certainly when everything had to be shut down last year, and it wasn't safe for everyone. But now that restrictions are limited, we can allow more people in the church, we can accommodate everybody, uh, it, it's time. And I can't tell you how happy people are. Um, people, people are, are thrilled. Um, to be all coming back together again. Now, again, of course, there are some people who do suffer with um, health, with the compromises in their health, um, and, and the Church has always taught that if it would be dangerous to your health or to the health of people with whom you live, uh, you're exempt. You don't need a dispensation. But we've been looking forward to this moment where we can extend a warm embrace to uh, everyone back at Holy Mass. It's calling the family home, welcoming everyone home. 
you know, I found that quite exciting. You're driving, and as you're inviting people back to Mass, we hear horns going off. I hope that you're safe, but <laughs> but you really do want to pronounce, come on back, everybody, and let's get together and pray me, together. <laughs> this weekend, we also had some graduations from our Catholic high schools. We did. We did. We had some, and I think there was still a couple more to take place in June. But again, it's an exciting weekend, uh, exciting for those families. But it's also an exciting for us because it reflects our mission of Catholic education, of Catholic schools. We are thrilled uh, by the accomplishment of our students. Uh, I always say that our Catholic schools are really a partnership and an investment. It's a partnership of, uh, of the schools themselves, faculty, administration, uh, staff, and, and the students themselves, a partnership with all the parents, with the local community, with the local parishes, with the diocese. But it's, an invest, it's also an investment. It's a partnership for an investment because we really believe in these young people. And when we get to graduation day, it, it, it's a proud day for all of us. And, uh, and really a day that we hope that we can celebrate that our young people not only were formed in a good, strong, solid Catholic education, but in a, a well-formed encounter with Jesus Christ. So we're very, very proud of all of our graduates, and um, we wish every single one of them, and, and really all of our, all the high school graduates from all the schools here in Central Ohio, we wish you much happiness and success in your future steps. Uh, Bishop Brennan, you uh, you addressed, I know, some of the students at Bishop Watterson for Bat Glory at Mass. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've um, told them? Actually, that was pretty much the message. I, I spoke to them about it and then how much we really believe in them, and that the Lord Jesus believes in them, too. And so... Uh, we congratulated them, but I also remind all of our students that um, that they're still part of the family and encourage them, first of all, wherever they are, to stay plugged into the Catholic community, whether it be the local parish or if they're away at college in a uh, Catholic campus ministry, but also to remember that wherever they go in life, uh, that they have friends, back, people who know and love them um, back in their schools, and here in the Catholic community in the Diocese of Columbus. And Bishop Brennan, could you close us with a prayer and a blessing? Sure. Let's pray um, for all of those with these new beginnings, our newly ordained priests, our um, high school graduates, um, and, and all those beginning new phases in life in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And thank you, the St. Gabriel Radio listenership, for joining Bishop Robert J. Brennan for his weekly Faith Dialogue on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.